Hi everyone and welcome to the Irish Writers Podcast, where three emerging writers discuss the trials and tribulations of getting published. I'm Cathy Clark and I'm joined by Moira. Hello. And Kate. Hello. I want to ask you guys about classes and um, writing classes and all the rest of that sort of stuff. Um, so I am a classes junkie I'm always <laughs> at them I don't care whether they're online I go to like classroom classes um, and I just love them I, I, don't, I don't really know why I love them <laughs> but I do and I go to a lot of them but you guys don't go to any of them no um, so I just thought that was interesting yeah I, I, I'm, I've been surprised actually when you've been talking about classes Um because, you know, in my academic life, I, and I used to teach a lot, and I used to teach about writing, so I've given a few classes about writing. Um, and the thing that really, really surprised me is that you're paying to go on courses, and your feedback is coming from your peers, not the course facilitator. Yeah, yeah, it does. Now, it depends on the course. Um so usually what will happen is you will usually be asked each week to write somewhere between 500 and 1,000 words um, on whatever topic it is that they're discussing. So I'm on a course at the moment. I'm on, um, I think, British Crime Writing mm-hmm. Course. Um, I think it's the Professional Writing Academy I think I'm with. Um, and it's a, a crime uh, course. It's for four weeks. And basically what happens is you listen to um, the tutor... It's a little podcast. You listen to Sarah Hillary, I think, is the writer on it. Mm-hmm. And um, so you listen to their two little podcasts. You get, like, a couple of samples from books to read. And then you have a writing assignment. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, you know, it's 500 to 2,000 words, and you post them up on the forum. And the other people on the class um, comment on each other's mm-hmm. writing. Um, and, yeah, some of the comments are really useful. Some of the comments yeah. I don't really think are that useful um, and everybody kind of has their own agenda and everybody is an amateur and they're all various different stages yeah. of their writing development I guess and um, so is there any moderation of that feedback? No that's a free for all. And is there any feedback then given by the facilitator? Yeah so then the, uh, Monday morning the okay. tutor goes in and he puts like a paragraph on everybody's right. um, just to give that kind of piece of okay. feedback mm-hmm. um, and and to be honest I do in general I think the feedback has been quite good some people's feedback I'm kind of waiting for because I think yeah. they're they're hitting things that I really mm-hmm. want other people's feedback I'm like you know thanks yeah. very much um, I kind of ignore it um, and the tutor's feedback has been good enough okay. um, but the, the class is there to motivate you to write really right. and to encourage you in writing yeah. and to point out the things that you're doing well. It's right. not so much there to say this is bad or don't do that yeah. or, you know, that sort of thing. That That's kind of why I haven't taken any courses because I have a few books that are writing courses and mm-hmm. that helps me to, on creative writing and to do that. And once I just said, hey, I'm, I, I've got to write this, um, whatever I had the discipline there Mm -hmm. and I guess it would help to know what I'm doing well because I see all the things I'm doing wrong yeah well and you see this is the thing I don't see the things I'm doing wrong I like the things that I think I'm doing wrong are not the things that other people have picked up on yeah if you know what I mean yeah and disappointingly, the things I think I'm doing brilliantly are not the things that the, the, the people comment on <laughs> yeah. because they're 
commenting sometimes with their own agenda. Right. So if they do a particular thing well, they look for that in everybody else's you work. You use the word that too much. Yeah, or your or your your. Um, sometimes you need to use that. Yeah, or or like your descriptions are too long because you'll read theirs and they go on for like three pages mm. describing something, or you right. know, or or they'll say like your your technical knowledge is not up to spec, um, and. You read theirs and you'll yeah. see that like they're clearly a police officer or forensic scientist or something like that, and yeah. that's the basis of their yeah. books. You so need, you use too many adverbs. Yeah. Well, well. So hey, it's just that just seems strange to me. I mean, not I like obviously we haven't done that in our group, mm. but no one is paying to join our group. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> we we get it's paid in food. Idea. <laughs> um, we take turns, and, and that just seems. I mean, I understand that it's a huge job and I, I like, you know, I know you're working with a developmental editor or about mm-hmm. to, to take on the whole book. And I, yeah. and I think like when we were, we were talking in a week when you had got your feedback and it really reminded me of like the process I went through with my PhD supervisor, which is genuinely the only reason why I'm a half decent writer now. It's the five years of beatings she gave me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and uh, I mean, she was wonderful, and yeah. it was a huge amount of work. And I'm sure you know she didn't enjoy a lot of it either. <laughs> um, but I, and I think honestly, it's when you're talking about that scale, it's very hard. And you couldn't maybe facilitate a class, and you know, give comments or uh, reasonably without charging a fee of ten grand. <laughs> I'll read your novel for the class. Yeah. I'll read your whole novel, but. But I think as well, you were working to a standard. So your yeah. writing had to be a PhD standard. Yeah. Whereas the writing classes are a free-for-all. There's no requirement to join them. So, you know, people are really at all stages of the writing. Sure. So, so some people who maybe English is not their first language. But then what's to be gained from their peer commentary on your work? I guess it's the theory um, that the people who are attracted to it are readers of that genre and are knowledgeable on that genre and so they're giving you a critique as a reader okay if you know what I mean so they're acting like kind of like beta readers almost yeah yeah yeah. because I was on another course um, in the Irish Writer Centre and that tutor gave the feedback orally he just kind of you know off the cuff kind of just gave you just some comments on it Um. In and front again, of the class? In front of the class, yeah, in front of everybody. Um, and again, you know, some of the comments were quite good, um, yeah. and there's no problem with that. But I think maybe one of the big benefits of the classes is that you get used to that. So you get used to writing something underneath the deadline, you get used to putting it out there, and you have to listen to everybody in that class okay. give you feedback. And okay. it's learning yeah. to accept feedback, it's learning to okay. know when to say, oh, actually, I'm going to kind of engage in that feedback and talk back and say well I did it this way because X and then that person might say well oh that didn't come across Um, or you know somebody might say I think that was terrible and you just say "Hmm, well that's your opinion yeah thank you for giving it (laughs) yeah you know and it's that kind of it's it's developing that thick skin a little bit yeah something being so precious about your yeah and you just you know you just get used to just putting it out there people read it they like it they don't like it whatever yeah I'm trying to think of like because obviously you used to teach and um, one of the things would, would be I mean obviously mostly I was teaching content but um, one of the parts of it was writing and I mean I I think had a reputation of being very tough right and um, I, mean, I had a mature student come up to me actually a few years ago and say 
at the time I hated it I hated you for doing that to me <laughs> in first year but it was the best writing training I've got she was doing a master's at the time and mm. I think like you know I would be very much on the a lot of feedback you know you, you really need to show what's right what's wrong mm-hmm. and obviously there's some point in your life where you're negative and pissed off so you never say anything good you just <laughs> criticize yeah. which is pretty horrible like I, I I at some point I was like you need to pull back from this and be more positive and be more yeah. encouraging um so I can't necessarily stand over all of my like you know but but okay one of the things was I would in general, so if I had them in first year and they hadn't done anything before that, you know, this was really their first experience with this type of writing, um, I would kind of give them a general overview and say there's not much point in me talking in general terms because you'll all do things that are different, yeah. right? And what I'll do is I'll go through each piece of writing and, um, and uh, you know, we'll, like... Uh, I'll talk specifics, but in general, this is what a paragraph is for. In general, mm. this is how you answer a question. This is how you break it down. This is, you know, this kind of stuff. And then everyone would go away and make the mistakes that I told them not to do. Uh, of course, and then that happened. I mean, I taught for more than ten years, so yeah. I, you know, it's not a thing. And then after that, <clears throat> what I would do is when I had their first pieces of work, I'd be very specific. But again, we're talking maybe three thousand words, right? So mm-hmm. it's manageable number. Um, and <laughs> they'd at least get a page of writing. We had um, a structured kind of feedback page which I used to give them up front because I found that if they knew what they were being assessed on they were better Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that you know we'd say like we'd assess them on like knowledge understanding structure about all the paragraph you know all these kind of things and um and then I would say like you did this well you did this poorly this is where you need to do the work this usually for this kind of work was similar it was usually in uh, lacking analytically or something like that you know Mm. it's really really common and then I would do a class and this would be the real class on writing which would be like okay here is, if, if I'm talking about a mistake that you have made that's mentioned on your sheet, and if I'm talking about it, you have to know that more than one of you did it, right? Yeah. So all the stuff that was done by one or two, one person doesn't make it to the general class. Yeah. And then I talk in general, and it's the same kind of things, you know, the objectivity and stuff like that. But I think, like, I, I just don't know how I'd ever have given a class that would have been useful without specifically talking about, talking to their work. And not, in, not and I would ever have actually said you did this oh, in the no, class yeah. in front of other people ever um but i i you know i think like you're th- that they have an example of what they did wrong or what they where they can improve or what works and how that gets them to this grade and then you kind of say and this is how you move along to the next level again specifically and i just can't imagine if they had done a peer interaction <laughs> like <laughs> even though they're reading academic texts at the time like mm. what sort of feedback they'd have given each other yeah like that would and it I be wonder, useful, is it you know? Because it's creative writing. Yeah, or, I'm sure. I don't know. Elements. I'm sure that the element of storytelling and creative writing is different, mm. but the elements that are structure and language and paragraphing and you know clarity yeah. are the same. And I wonder, is it that it's because it's not formal? graded yeah, sort sure. of a thing you yeah. know so that you're not in there doing your degree or doing mm. your MA or your PhD or whatever you're just in there you know writing a story but like. you know I'm like you're paying <laughs> for it though you know yes yes you are and they're not cheap like, yeah. yeah like that's the, that's the thing that I'm like if it's just a group of people doing peer stuff, that's fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, and I'm sure, like you said, there is facilitation and that I think... And you know, there's usually a, a, like a lecturing element mm. of it. So there's usually like, a, you know, in, in the, one of the Irish Writer Centre, every week there was like a topic. So like some of them were like great starts, some of them were like, you know, something yeah. middles or, you know, this sort yeah. of thing or, you know, but 
but no, it certainly wasn't that specific and it wasn't that detailed and nobody ever looked at it in that much detail, which is why I've gone to the development editor. Well, it just sounds like then, actually, that's what you absolutely need to do then. Oh yeah, I do. Because she's ripped me up one side and down the other. (laughs) She has like annihilated me and left me for dirt, you know. But it's good, you know. No, I mean like, but it seems like the writing classes are just to get you started writing. Yes. The writing classes for me, yeah, what they've they've benefited me with is that I've gotten used to putting my fictional writing out there and I've learned how to accept criticism without taking it personally. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And... And certainly that's worth learning. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know, it is. And it's something that I maybe needed to learn because I didn't have that much confidence in it. Mm. Yeah. So I would dread, you know. And now I feel like when I get to the point where I'm shopping it out to agents or whatever, yeah. and, 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 and like this developmental editor who's like, you know, it's scrap it all, it's shite. Yeah. You know, I'm like, huh, okay. So like it stung a little bit, but like by day three I was over it and I was like, I totally agree. The only reason it yeah. stung is because it rang home so yeah. true. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you're dead right. I need to edit it. I need to do this. Let's move on. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But if you already know those things and if you're quite comfortable sharing it, I, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's again, like, so I did a lot of research on screenwriting before, mm-hmm. and partly it was procrastination. Right. Um, but it was like, you know, um, I went and got, and I know, like, there's a couple of really good resources out there as well that you can get, you know, um, um, people, you know, talking about screenwriting, and then obviously I just watched a lot of movies and uh, that kind of thing. But I, you know, yeah, well, <laughs> not, you know, you should have seen the license I gave myself when I decided I was writing an action movie, and all the the pure guilty pleasure of watching <laughs> all the action movies I could get my hands on. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I can see, you know, like i didn't need the prompt you know i didn't need the the structure I mean, part of it i mean i did need to but i could find it out myself i didn't yeah. need someone to tell me and i, I, I think this is case point about the discipline i don't have that discipline i you know i could quite easily read a book and say you should do this exercise and i'd close the book for about three seconds and i'd be like hmm, imagine i did that exercise this is probably what i'd do okay that's done you know so unless somebody is like no 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 where's the damn exercise yeah, yeah. I, I don't have that discipline so that's something the classes give me as well you know? yeah. yeah yeah i know i mean I think it's it's good it to be... know that you know yeah I, that really surprised me i thought that you were doing a class to get the professional feedback and mm-hmm. you yeah. do get professional feedback but you have to remember it's only on 500 words Which so the, the yeah, huge amount of the, like the gaping obvious problems that I have don't appear in 500 words do you know well 500 words is can you write in full sentences you know and, yeah, and well and do you like is the scene gripping you know do did you introduce things do you know like there, yeah. there are actually there are some things you can comment on but yeah it's, it's certainly not it's not editing in the sense, yeah. and it's not feedback in the sense that you would get from somebody who read your entire book. Right. Yeah. Um, See, I like the personal touch. I mm-hmm. like the, I don't know, I like the idea of a mentor, kind of. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, well, it's a, one of the major themes in my book. It's a mentorship, and, and somebody who's coming alongside you and sees your potential and points out to you your blind spots mm-hmm. and and... I guess we all kind of like wish we had that naturally, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. our our natural our Gandalf, 
Yes. <laughs> I'm sure we waiting had. to show up. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. The fairy godmother. Uh, or the fairy godmother. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, realistically, if we, if you have the money, you can pay for a Gandalf. <laughs> a yeah. Gandalf. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but yeah, but I think that's what ideally yeah. I would like, but I just don't have the resources for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it seems like that that is a much better investment. Than I think so. Doing writing classes. Yeah, you right. Know. And and that's the reason I was turned off because I was I was going to do an MA in um, creative writing, and the reason I was turned off it was because what I actually want is someone to look at what I've written already mm. and show me what's wrong with that rather than I want to learn how to creatively write and right. I want to read texts that other people have written mm. and learn from them and grow and all yeah. sorts of things. Yeah. I, I feel like... You want to do it now. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, I'm done watching. Yeah, yeah I, right. I now want to be mm. like in it. And, yeah. and that's, why, that's why I went with the development, ed- mm. development editor rather than I went with the yeah. you know, creative writing MA. And then, you know, who knows, you know, maybe after I finish the book and all the rest of it, I might in retirement go back and do that, but yeah. not right now. Not to discourage anyone from taking a creative writing course. We are all for it. If yeah. you're at that, yeah. that and, point. And I do them, like, and I, I do get benefit from them, I definitely do. Um, but I think it's about knowing what you're getting into yeah, and your expectations yeah. of what you're getting out of it. I think if I had signed up to one of those writing classes, I would be like... Why aren't you like? I would be like, I've paid so much money. You should be reading my stuff and commenting on my stuff. To yeah, me and in they my do, day. and they do. Yeah. It's just that it's. But like, not five hundred words. All of us. You know, they're not reading your <laughs> yeah. book. No, yeah. no. So I not. think like that. And sometimes you know, because I have out of some of my courses, I've yeah, I've made friends and those sort of things, and people have. Um, we've exchanged books mm. and we have reviewed each other's books. Now again, it's peer to peer, amateur to amateur, um, but. Do you know, and that's being useful and interesting and stuff. Um, so, you, like, the classes do have the potential to go further. Yeah. Um, and plus, there's a social side to them as well, which yeah. is kind of nice, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, it's nice to be with other writers, because yeah. there's, like, that kind of, you understand each other. Yeah, and you get you to know? talk about writing when you can't talk about it at home, because people are like, uh-huh. You could totally geek out <laughs> with each other. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, the, it's it's just it's knowing what you're going to get from it before mm. you hand over your, yeah, your dollars, yeah. basically. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I can yeah. yeah, I can see, and I can see that if, if you're early on, and like you see a lot of people doing writing prompts, and mm-hmm. every time I see writing prompts, I'm like, I would have n- no interest. Now, there's a part of me now that thinks, thinks that I might do some writing prompts <laughs> yeah. when this one is finished, in yeah. order to sort of get ideas going. Sure. But, like, I'm kind of like, what? I, I'm trying but to tell this story, you know? No, I see, sometimes, you know, like, like sometimes I just read a writing prompt and I'm like, oh, you know, like, something just springs to my mind and I'm like, oh, I'm going to write that. That's, like, funny. <laughs> and, it, you know, yeah, I spent, like, 200 words or whatever. And, you know, and I just, you know, it's just a bit of fun or whatever. And I like them, but, like, they don't go anywhere. They, no. yeah. they go anywhere, basically. To so I think that, that part of me is facilitated by work. Goes into like, your, <laughs> your, <laughs> your edited or the non-useful you words folder yeah. your hoard yeah. as to the hoard <laughs> you know yes. I'm like a dragon lying on my like God, hoard imagine <laughs> before like word processing like imagine before computers like how bad that hoard would be oh yeah like, oh like well and actually do you know what I have like a stack about the height of the table of printed out versions of my book 
and I because I, 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 I hoard but then like I purge yeah, yeah. and I was like right, it's all going in the bin it's all going in the bin yeah. and I was like no 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 like what if somebody like claims that they wrote your book you'll be able to show you've got yeah, all your the various is, different keep, keep one keep the second to last version actually in academia that's what they say in terms of a paper yeah. keep the second to last version so you can say look it's not the final version it's the yeah, second it's to final version half, yeah. but you can clearly see that this is the same paper with, yeah um yeah, or but I think also your future archivist, right? When you're famous, <laughs> when I'm famous, when you're famous, famous be like, well, actually, maybe oh, oh, when you're is, dead yeah. and someone comes oh, back, thanks and, 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 no, I, just just there, I think when I was doing a big clear out before, like, and it wasn't that to do with writing; it was like all my million bank statements and credit card receipts and all this <laughs> stuff, which I had kept for many years and was shredding it all. I was like, I'm just, I'm just made the work's so much more difficult for like the person in the future who is going to try and recount my life because here's literally everything I ever bought yes. when I bought it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, um, and I was all sort of like, you know, this is a wealth of information that no one will ever care about. I know. You know? And actually, do you know what? There's a museum in England and they um, take private diaries. So just like people who write yeah. diaries, they just write about their ordinary lives or whatever. And a lot of people roll their eyes and like, who the yeah. hell is going to want to read well, that? It's a you historical know? document in a hundred years' time. Yeah, it's everyday so, life. They, so yeah. they just, yeah. like any estates that are going, you know, like this, there's estate sales yeah. and stuff like that. They go around and they basically just buy the diary. They're only interested in the personal diary. Yeah. And people post it to them and stuff like yeah. that. And they have like this huge warehouse and they it goes by year yeah. um, of when you wrote the diary. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and that's it. And I was like, that is just a brilliant idea because yeah. it's like, it's day-to-day life. It's, yeah. you know, I got up May toast, whatever. You yeah. know, it's basically Facebook of the old, yeah. you know. And yeah. it's like, I was like, I love it, I love yeah. it. So, yeah, like, I, I was often tempted to write a diary, just like send it to the... But then it's like, <laughs> that means I have to write a diary. Yeah, and then, and then you'd be so tempted to do it, like a fictionalised version of your life. Today I was amazing again. <laughs> the Facebook version of my diary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you might as well just write the freaking book you're trying to write. <laughs> yeah. A fictionalised version of your so life. So sunny, hashtag I'm writing. Yeah. <laughs> On every page. That's totally what I did today, totally. totally. <laughs> I'm not watching telly. Yeah. You know? Just a bit of Netflix. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay, that's classes. So, if we move on then to uh, writer's block was my other thing because I have gone to classes because I was struggling with writer's block. I got to like around the six hundred, no, sixty thousand words, and I got writer's block in the worst of a way. And uh, one of the things I tried to do to cure it was to go to a writing class. Um, and while I wrote on that class. When I finished the class and I went back to my book, I was still so horribly and disgustingly stuck that I was like, damn it. I need to so this is where different. I'm going to segue in. Oh, really? Oh, uh, well, okay. well okay. Okay. I, I'm after so you I'm then. Gonna, <laughs> I have, been, I have been prone to say things like writer's block is not a thing, okay. which by which I mean it's a useless term, right? Uh-huh. And the thing I will compare it to <laughs> is the term hysteria, right? So... There was a time when all anything that a woman had was hysteria, um, the wandering uterus or whatever, when actually it might have been a panoply of maladies or it could have been simply the frustration of being a second class citizen or a piece of property in your daily life um, or anything like that. Right. It's not a use. It's a yes, you can say, oh, you have writer's block. All writers have writer's block. Right. Everyone gets stuck from time to time. But writer's block is not the reason. The reason is the fear, or the reason is you need to think more about it, or the reason is the story has stopped and you have come to a dead end, or 
the reason is you're very stressed. But, but is writer's block, block... Is writer's block mm. the symptom of the disease? So it's like saying no, I've got a creaky neck. It's not a thing. Or like my arms are hanging <laughs> off, I no. think it might be broken. Or, no. you know... No. Well, but no. It is. No, no, right, okay. no. Move it up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's like every writer's going, I have writer's block, you know? And you're and like, the same no, thing is people say, I have a headache. It's not the cause, or it's, you know, they like, it turns out, oh, you, yeah, you got a brain but, tumor, or you got hit in the head. Or, I you know, have a headache. I have a useful solution. Take this painkiller, right? That works. But that's not if you've got an axe sticking out of your head. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> we need surgery. Okay, here, you yeah. Know? <laughs> but then you don't go into the A and E with I've got saying I've got a headache. You're more likely to say I've got an axe sticking out of my head, oh, or immediately <laughs> someone go. You've got an axe in here. Like, the headache term then is redundant in that context, well, right? Well, you know, like, well, I, I brain tumor, so you can't see. Give me paracetamol, okay, but it's not solving my problem. Okay. Because my problem is headache. So, okay, so you, so, but the thing with writer's block is people tend to talk about it, like, I have writer's block, all writers have writer's block, that's what it is, end of, full stop. Instead of, I have writer's block, okay, what is your actual problem? But, and I think they do. Because, but well, you mm, have yeah. to display an example where you had a writer's block, you went yeah. to a class to cure your writer's block, but actually, what your problem was was something to do with what you were writing. Oh, and so, yes. when you came back to it, it wasn't this psychological case of writer's block, inverted commas. It was. It, it, no, you had a problem with your story. But I still had, I was still stuck. You were stuck, that's true. So, but in relation to your story. So, one of the things I tried, so it's like having a broken arm and then bandaging your leg. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I had a problem. Yeah. The solution I chose was not correct. Yeah. But, and I still remained with the problem. But, but, I need to go find a different solution. Yeah. But my point about writer's block is not that it doesn't exist that people get stuck. Is that writer's block is a useless term. Okay. It doesn't help you get anywhere. Okay. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> um, do not... Don't throw anything at me, okay? I have never had writer's block. Yeah, because it's not Ever. a thing, Kate. Okay. It's not a thing. But I think this is why. Okay, okay, hear me out, hear me out. Okay. I think it's my process. The way I do things is that I I daydream. Like, it is the majority, it is like when you think of an iceberg mm-hmm. and the top of it, the tip of it is just the actual book. Mm-hmm. And then the daydreaming is the rest of the iceberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sinks the Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) That's so I spend so much time working out the plot and and I just work it out in my head that I don't go to write really until I have it figured out. Mm -hmm. And so. But is that because you're a plotter? Do you plot a schemer too? (laughs) (laughs) But I I don't, I think you're illustrative of what people, when they use the term writer's block, what they talk about. Sometimes you need to think about something for a while. And if you just, if you're talking about, about like three months, oh, but that wasn't your problem. Like that wasn't your like. No, like, after the course. Yeah, no. I still have another three months. Of, like no, I was saying, like, stuck, and I talked about it to everybody. People were like, I actually don't care unless this is like sinking your head. Don't say it you again. Don't, you don't get stuck. I'm just yeah. saying that, like, when people talk about writer's block, they seem to think they seem to talk about it as if it's anything in between. And that was me typing on the table. Um, <laughs> because sometimes you need to think about something. And that's not the same as writer's block. Or that's not the same as being stuck. Or, you know, it's stuck in a different way. You have to think it out. Or what I, I see happen to a lot of people, and what I've definitely suffered from, is fear of the words and fear of putting it down. Or sometimes you're doing the thing where you've come to a cul-de-sac in your story. And actually what you need to do is reverse back a few points 
yeah. find a different route. So my thing about writer's block is that it is a useless term and that kind of using it and saying, I have writer's block or do you have writer's block or let's talk about writer's block. It's like, it's like no, that's like saying, I'm sick. Yeah, but you do something about it. It's about recognising the problem. I'm sick. I have writer's block. I'm stuck. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's it's the... Well, it's, I'm, I'm, it doesn't get you to a solution. And I think, but it does. It's, well, recognise the problem is like the first step. I don't think writer's block is actually... I, that's why I think it's like hysteria. It's not actually a good moniker from the for the problem but you know once you diagnose hysteria you're like well, we're no don't oh my god seriously <laughs> no one diagnoses hysteria anymore the uterus does like, not wander <laughs> okay that's not a thing that happens well, you know according to modern science <laughs> according to fact <laughs> oh, whatever yeah. but i just yeah like it you know people talk about it like it's I, I, I think you know sometimes people like to be like oh I'm blocked as a writer and you're like but, but what's actually happening is something entirely different and writer's block doesn't have to be a thing that happens to you you know what I think really does happen though is editor's block <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's real editor's block is real <laughs> you've written your story you're like ah it's finished look I have a completed work and then you're like plot holes and poorly written scenes and mm. things that you're just like I, I I I don't know I cannot I cannot see how this can improve I can and then you, yeah. that, and that's, that's where I get the panic where you yes. need to go away and think about it no we say yeah. I think no amount of going away and thinking for me going away and thinking about it is the you just exact have to same push as through as putting it. it in my drawer and not thinking about it it is about as effective as if I flushed it down the toilet basically it is just not a thing what I had to do was um, skip it. So I skipped the bit that I was mm-hmm. clearly stuck on. Yeah. And I went to the end of the book and I wrote the end of the book. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I had basically two sides there yeah. and I wrote the bridge that joined the two of them. Mm-hmm. And now when you read my book, it's quite obvious where I like <laughs> just abandoned that story, yeah. <laughs> made up a new story and I'm now trying to bridge the two of them. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a piece of work to make it seem less, less of a bridge mm-hmm. and more of like mm-hmm. a landmass. Yeah. But... I was totally stuck. I was totally stuck. And, you know... I look, I, I, I'm not questioning that people get stuck, right? Yeah. People get stuck all the time. But we get stuck for different reasons. And calling that stuckness writer's block... But it's, it's, it's just you, as effective you use as that diagnosing word. everything that relates to women <laughs> hysteria. But you use the term before you know what the problem is. So I didn't know why I was stuck. All I knew was that I was stuck. So that's why I like told everybody about it in the hopes that somebody would go, oh, Kathy, what you need to do is, you know, this. <laughs> and what did most people say? Oh, you've writer's block. That's the thing that happens. You've writer's block. Well, I told you too I had writer's block. <laughs> you were like, oh, pity for you. <laughs> I, told, you I was like, probably busy. That's not a thing. Yeah, I was probably busy suppressing a rant. <laughs> yeah, it's not a thing. It's not helpful. Yeah, I'm like, Stop okay. calling it block. You should just come into my world of daydreaming and rainbows and But you see, unicorns. I could daydream about anything or I could like, and, and you know, and this is... I like I had done a plot. It's just that I had totally left it in the dirt behind me. Yeah. And you know, I had I had I had done all the things that you're meant to do. It's just that I totally had left them behind and and wandered out and like with the characters all to see where we would go. And they got stuck. And I was like, oh, that means I'm stuck. And we're all <laughs> kind of stuck together. <laughs> and yeah, I, I had, know where to go. I had a stuck point where I had done this because my kind of philosophy is like let's 
wind these people up and let them go and yeah. see what happens. And then I had one character turn to the other going, what are we going to do next? And the other one said, I don't know. And <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> 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 like, uh, and then I had to do, you know, I happened to go to a creative thinking class that mm-hmm. before I was telling you guys about it. And yeah. it was to do with my work and... Um, it just was very timely for my hobby as well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like it had a few um, techniques for just thinking about problems differently and that was really, really useful. But I would never have called that writer's block. That was me kind of having let my story go down something that was a cul-de-sac, right? It wasn't writer's block, my story but just... But you knew what the somewhere. problem was, whereas at, I didn't. At the time I didn't. I, I was, but my, my thing what is... What did you do to cure it? I thought about it. Yeah, then mm-hmm. what? So what I actually did was I used the lotus technique, which okay. I showed you guys, which is this yeah. thing where you put down nine boxes and you put you put your problem in the centre box and the eight boxes around you put possible solutions. And it was a great class, actually, a great day where um, she had kind of said, pointed out how we need to separate the ideas generation from ideas assessment. So you don't try and write and edit in your, at the same time. That just hampers you. You just kind of put in everything you can. So in your eight boxes, you have... Anything you can think of that it could happen. She woke up and it was all a dream. All a dream. There was I like that several times. For, <laughs> for for me, it was like I didn't know how my bad guys were going to try and get out of the situation because the obvious point at that point was to just give your the logical thing for them to do was to give themselves up, which meant my movie would stop after like fifty minutes <laughs> and, and not be that good. Um, so now so, uh, how it should have ended. So, how like that yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> they have their piece good. Yeah. So I I did like um eight possible things that they could do and you have to think of eight things so I was like and then what you do with I think it's this is I assume it's called a lotus technique because it it unfolds so what you do then when you have your eight boxes around your inner boxes you do another nine box thing and each of those eight boxes becomes a centre box and you write eight things to do with that Mm -hmm. and realistically what happens is by box or by the third or fourth version you're seeing repeated patterns of things coming up and you're like, aha, aha, I have it now. And that's what happened. I never got yeah. to drawing nine of these nine box things mm-hmm. um, where I thought, oh, this is... A... And actually what happened is I'd forgotten about a character that I'd left in a corner and I was like, oh, I could yes. use him. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a thing. Um, and, uh, you know, um, and at, I mean, at that point I did... I, the other thing I did consider doing at that point was buying a lot of Lego and constructing my set out of Lego and so that I could really properly visualise where the people were. And, yeah. And in the end, I figured out I didn't need to do that, but I still want to buy a lot of Lego. Um, (laughs) um, And, you know, and then that was because that was a plot problem, right? And sometimes there are things where I need to think about them more. And sometimes there are things where I'm just like, I don't feel like writing today, so I'm not going to be arsed. Um, and but I don't think that's writer's block. Like, no, because writer's block's not thing, Kathy. But nobody would say, I have writer's block on the day where they're like, I just couldn't be arsed. Do you know, like the, no, they I say, I just couldn't be arsed. Or, right. like, I've sent you things to say, I just couldn't yeah. be arsed writing them down. Well, okay. What, what I do, like, if, okay, if I'm trying to work out a plot situation that doesn't quite fit, I will put in my, yeah, I will just listen to music, whatever kind of music I, I want to at the time, and I just kind of let the story work itself out. And then just see different kinds of scenes and think, oh, no, I don't like that, and then start over. And sometimes it takes a long time. I mean, it takes mm. a few weeks or, or, or whatever, but 
you just kind of, but even if you're thinking about it and you're daydreaming about it, that's still part of the process yeah. and you don't feel blocked. Mm-hmm. But, but I think whatever works for you, like for me, music is really what helps me to be in another world, mm-hmm. um, or taking a walk and, and just, or, or even running on the treadmill. I mean, movement, like actively yeah. moving and thinking it gets your mind thinking, kind of outside the box mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and things that you see like your the visuals will help mm-hmm. kind of trigger things as well or I'll look at travel magazines yeah. and think oh yeah that's a cool place yeah. <laughs> or I'll, I'll just go and google like ancient ancient ruins you mm-hmm. know and just kind of look around there and get ideas yeah. but I mean you, you kind of I think you have to own own your own block yeah or stuckness Mm -hmm. in that yeah so it's it's like the term feeds into this notion that you write when you have inspiration that you just sit down and it all comes at your fingertips and it's all gonna be brilliant and with fairy dust i do write i i I don't write that all the time i do i'm not a professional writer i'm absolutely an amateur writer i only write when i've got something to say so i will never sit at the blank screen I never open my document and wait for something to show up. I only ever open my document and I've got something to say. Okay. And so, yeah. therefore, if I have nothing to say, but I've you still to have write. it. Like, but I think that in the meantime, you know, you're, where a lot of writing is not writing. Like a lot of writing is yeah. thinking about what you have it's to the, say. It's or, the, you know, the under the water. Yeah. Yeah. Part. Yeah. And which I do a lot of. Yeah. But yeah. I. But I don't. You know. I, I could not sit in front of a blank page. No, I and, don't either, and, actually. And, you know, I, I, I have thought about it before. I've kind of got my yeah. little scene in my yeah. head. I won't have made it to the end, but I'll probably only have the first kind of line or two, maybe. Mm. And then I'll, I'll you know, have yeah. from there. But No, but know. I think that you are thinking about it. A lot of writing is not writing. And I think that when people talk about writer's block, it seems to me that they're talking about this, like, they only consider the writing part as the bit where you're typing up. Oh, yeah. right. Do you no, know what no, I mean? No, and then all the bits you're not typing up, that's writer's block. There we go. But We've actually... totally disproven writer's block. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know... I still believe it. I had it. We'll convert you yet. Okay. And, you know, I think that's just like understanding the process. Like, look, I so I have to write professionally and I have hardcore deadlines, right? Sure. And a huge amount of the time... I am, it's not flowing, it's like horrendous stuff, it's like the words are all acute angles and they're just, you know, pointy and pokey and they don't fit together. And you just have to do it. And you just do it and then you edit it and edit it to make it better. And sometimes it flows and I get, actually I get high off writing, I'm buzz after I do something really well and Mm. because I write a lot of proposals, this like, this can, there can be periods of time where I am like just writing, 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 writing and thinking about stuff and then and editing other people's work and, and that kind of thing. And, and I, like, when it, when it goes well, I'm like, woohoo! But, like, I just don't have the luxury of writer's block, you know? Sure. Like and, not, and in my professional yeah. life, I agree. Yeah. I, I have stuff to write, I have stuff to get done, I, you know, and it has to be written by the end of the day yeah. because the next thing has to happen and that's the same. That's fine. I, I, would, I have never had writer's block in my job. But for me... The creative side of the book and making the book good and that the mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 like it's it's because it's so it's because it's fictional. Yeah. Um, it's not a real thing. Um, that just like writers. This <laughs> 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 is why I got. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I'm gonna move on. <laughs> 
was wondering as well. Right, okay, we're done, we're done, we're done. Right, okay. So that's it for this week. <laughs> I'm standing there'll between no, There'll be no more podcasts ever. <laughs> it was nice knowing this. <laughs> we shone briefly and brightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks for listening. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe on iTunes. You can check out more episodes and more information on irishwriterspodcast.com. I get that one did. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at irishwriterspod. You can follow me on Twitter at Kathy C. Clark or Moira at Moira Grow. And you can also send us an email on irishwriterspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.